This week on I Watch This As An Adult, I review the 1995 crime drama, Casino. I was a hell of a handicapper, I can tell you that. I had it down so good that I ran paradise on earth. I had one of the biggest casinos in Las Vegas to run for Tangiers. You know, if I did it, I'd have to run on my way. Nobody's gonna interfere with you running the casino, I guarantee you. Vicky, you're a guy. Make a lot of money for us. So keep a good eye on it. All right. Look at this place. It's made of money. What do you think about me moving out here? I just got to tell you, it's no joke out here. You got to keep a low profile. Right off the bat, they don't like guys like us. Oh, yeah! Oh. You like your money a lot, yes, don't you? Yes, a lot. Don't you? Well, how about that? Yeah. settle down. I want a family. <sighs> you got the wrong girl. You'll be set up for the rest of your life. You don't know me. What do you know me for three months? They had it all. They ran the show. And it was paradise while it lasted. They found a guy's head in the desert. That's no good. We got a problem. He doesn't listen to me. Maybe he should get lost for a while. Take a vacation. Can't make it any clearer, Sam. I would just get out. I tried to do everything for you, even though I knew deep down inside you would bury me. I buried you. You buried yourself. I have to be able to trust you with my life. Can I trust you? Can I trust you? I will go to the FBI. I will go to the police. I am not protecting you anymore. You want me to get out of my own town? You only exist out here because of me. He's a loose cannon. No! Hello and welcome to another episode of I Watch This As An Adult Movie Reviews. I'm your host, Mikael Ford. Casino from 1995. Let's get into the technical, shall we? This movie is directed by Martin Scorsese. So that means it's cinema. <laughs> the screenplay was written by Martin Scorsese and Mitch... P- and I said Mitch... Uh, Nick Pelegi. <laughs> I'm thinking about the actor Mitch Pelegi from the X Files. <laughs> so his name came up. So, but like, let's do that again. The screenplay was written by Martin Scorsese and Nick Pelegi. Uh, the movie had a budget of forty million dollars and brought in one hundred and sixteen million dollars at the box office. The movie has a Rotten Tomato score of seventy nine percent. The movie is also based off the book Casino Love and Honor in Las Vegas which is written by Nick Pelegi 
let's talk about how I saw this movie as a kid. I actually saw this movie as a teenager. Probably I was about 16, 15, 16 years old when I first saw this movie. I just randomly watched it one night on cable and immediately thought it was one of the best movies I ever fucking seen. <laughs> like, really? I just... I just like fell in love with this movie. It became like one of my favorite movies of all time. But I haven't watched it up until now. Uh, I think the last time I watched it, I think the last time I watched it, I watched it at a friend's house like a long time ago. Maybe 2009, 2010. So technically I was an adult then the last time I watched it. But as an older person, because... As an older person, I want to see how I feel about it. Because even then, I was like in my like early 20s, you know, <laughs> like in like 2009. So I want to see how I feel about it as a middle-aged uh, man. So let's see how I feel about this movie as an adult, shall we? I love the first scene of this movie with uh, Robert De Niro. Like Robert De Niro is walking to his car in a suit. That would even make Steve Harvey say, what are you wearing? <laughs> like, it's a it's a loud suit. Like, he's got, like, the Pepto-Bismol suit on. It's like a pink coat and, like, white pants. And I think he got, like, a white shirt on underneath, if I can recall. Uh, But, like, he looked like a big-ass bottle of Pepto-Bismol. That's what he looked like. And he's walking, but, like, he walks to his car... And it gets in the car, and the car explodes when he gets in. And this is why this is why I had to watch the movie again. This is why you have to watch movies over again. Because there was something I didn't notice the first few times that I saw this movie. But when De Niro gets in the car, before the explosion, there's a quick cut. And you can see that he's been replaced by a dummy. Like, a dummy. Like, they got, like, one of those, like, crash test dummies. <laughs> they put, like, one of those crash test dummies in the car. And, like, it was, like, a quick cut. It was, like, De Niro, dummy. And then, boom! And then it blows up. <laughs> I fucking laughed my ass off at that. I laughed my ass off at that. <laughs> because, like... I don't know how many people caught that detail, like, watching that. They're like, hey, man, that's a fucking dummy. I mean, I don't know, maybe because, like, this movie's, like, what, 27 years old now? You know, this movie came out, like, 27 years ago now, almost 30 years ago now. And, like, you could kind of, you could kind of tell the difference because there's so much CGI now that you could tell the difference between a real person and a dummy. Like, CGI wasn't a big thing in 1995 it was like just starting to get its footing in the 90s and there wasn't a lot of people that were like you know really equipped to do cgi so they just used they just used a practical dummy in this in this scene and it's fucking funny it's fucking hilarious <laughs> to me i just want to know how many people caught that detail now that they rewatched it I just want to know. But that's how the movie starts. So you think that Robert De Niro's character is dead at the beginning. 
So like, and then like, it just pretty much turns into like a flashback movie. Like we fo- we follow Sam Ace Rothstein, played by Robert De Niro, a former mafia wise guy, pretty much a bookie. He's pretty much a bookie who uh, builds a casino empire in Las Vegas in the 1970s. This movie shows you how shady the casino business is. Like it's it pretty much shows you how how shady all business is cuz all businesses have a little dirt on them. Like all businesses have a little dirt on them. It's just it's just how it is. It's like you if you ain't a little dirty, you ain't doing business right. I hate to say it, sad to say. Like nobody ever got business done by being a totally nice guy you know <laughs> like that's just how it is but fuck all that let's talk about the standout of this whole movie let's talk about joe pesci as nikki let's just get to nikki right away because nikki is a fucking psychopath You're like he's a he's a psycho they should have changed the name of this movie from casino to Nikki is a fucking psycho like because that's what he is like the first time we meet this motherfucker the first couple of scenes we meet this motherfucker this motherfucker stabs someone with a fucking pen he stabs someone with a pen and it is the most left field shit ever like even like Robert De Niro's character is like, whoa, what the fuck? Even like, what? You just gonna stab this dude? He like, what the fuck? With a pen? What? And he's he's fucking crazy. He's fucking crazy. And I'm not gonna lie, he's my favorite character in the whole fucking movie. <laughs> I'm not gonna fucking lie. Like like Nikki is my favorite character in this movie. You know, and I've been told, you know, by people. Uh, that I remind them of Joe Pesci. You know, <laughs> I've been told that just like because I got a temper. I'm not that. I mean, I'm taller than Joe Pesci, but you know, like, <laughs> but I'm like I'm like an average height guy. I'm like five ten. You know, I'm five ten, and I'm an average guy, and I got a lot of fucking mouth, and. I'll pop off on you if you disrespect me. So, <laughs> so in a way, Joe Pesci is my spirit animal, kind of. I guess you know. So maybe that's why I love this character so much because it reminds me so much of me. You know, <laughs> maybe that's why. I mean, I don't get involved in like mafia shit and do crime and shit, but the 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 the, the temper and like fucking dudes up, no matter how big they are, like that. It's kind of my thing, you know. Uh, not to brag or anything. I'm not proud of that. You know, like, I'm not proud of that shit at all. So, but as I just, I've just heard a lot of people say that I remind them of a black Joe Pesci for some reason. I don't know. I don't know why. But uh, watching this movie, like after watching this movie, I don't know how people could still go to the casino and gamble i don't understand it you like they pretty much tell you that they're trying to fuck you out of your money but people still go i don't understand why they still go 
like I've never had the need to go to the casino. Like I've been in casinos before, but I've never gambled. Like the two times that I was in a casino, like I was in like the arcade area playing video games. You know, that that's where I was. Like gambling never really appealed to me. Like because like my because my mindset is like why would I want to give away money that I already have to get nothing in return like that just that just sounds that just sounds stupid to me you know it just sounds stupid to me I feel that same way about the lottery like people go and spend money uh, because my parents used to do this my parents used to do this they used to buy lottery tickets uh I have other family members that have done it too. Let just go and buy lottery tickets. And I'm like, why are you wasting your time on something that's not going to happen? You know, why are you wasting your time on, on, on a gamble? Really? It's a gamble. You know, like, like it's not, it's not even a good gamble. It's not like you spending money on a business. You know, it's not like you just like I'm investing money in a business and you're trying to build something. You're spending something, you're spending money on something that you want to get for free, pretty much. That's how I get you spending money on free money. That's never going to happen because because nothing in this world is for free. You know, like nothing in this world is for free. And. I don't understand why people do that. It's like it's never it's never appealed to me. I don't understand it. Um after that, uh we meet Ginger played by Sharon Stone and Sam just becomes a straight up sip for for Ginger just instantly. He instantly becomes a simp for ginger and ginger is using sam right from the jump like right from the jump she's using sam because all the money all the money that she gets from sam she gives it to her real man lester played by uh james woods like even even like it's even when uh sam talks about ginger you can hear just the pure simpness in his voice like this woman has him trapped like she 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 got him in her clutches you know <laughs> uh, i mean i guess it is sharon stone you know like i guess you know but it's sharon stone in the 90s too so i guess but as if Sam didn't have any more problems with simping with with simping for Ginger, Nikki moves to Vegas, wanting to be Sam's right hand man, and that's where shit really hits the fan. Because like Nikki, Nikki is the definition of a let me hold some type of nigga. That's what he is. Like he's gonna let me hold something type of nigga, and those type of guys are dangerous. Because that's the type of guy that is only there to wiggle his way into your spot. Like he's he's there to wiggle his way into your spot. Like he he wants to start off at the he wants to start off as the right hand man, but eventually he wants to be you. You know, 
Like he wants to, he wants, he wants, he wants to take over what you got. And if he don't, if he don't give it up willingly, he's just gonna fucking take it. That's just, that's just what it is. That's just what it is. Like never hang around those type of guys. Never hang around those type of guys. Uh, but then we get to my favorite scene in the movie. We get to about the, the hammer scene. If anybody's watched this movie, you know the hammer scene. Uh, I like that scene because like it's the only time you see Sam get brutal with someone. Because like most because most of the, the movie, he's really soft spoken and level headed. But I like that they show that he can be just as grimy as the rest of these guys because let's not let's not get it twisted like sam is no angel sam is no angel sam is no good guy he's 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 tied up in the mafia he used to be a bookie and he's tied up with the mafia he has mafia friends he has mafia ties this guy is no saint he's no angel he's no good guy so but he just comes off like that because he's really soft-spoken and he's really level-headed. So that that but I like that they show that he could be grimy just as just as much as those guys. But then he goes back to sipping for ginger. And this is the thing about ginger. This is the thing about ginger. She's telling him what type of woman she is, and he's not listening. He's not listening. She basically told him that she ain't shit. (laughs) She basically told him that she ain't shit. But he marries her anyway. He marries her anyway. And she's still talking to Lester. She talks to Lester right after they get married. (laughs) Like she's on the phone with Lester right after they get married. And Sam just standing there like a blithering fucking idiot. (laughs) Watching her talk to Lester on the phone. He know that's Lester on the phone. And he's standing there like boo-boo the food. Like, who who was that? Who who was on the phone? Why are you crying? Because she's crying, talking to Lester. Because, like, she got to leave her man alone because she married this dude. Um, not really. But, uh, she got to leave her man alone. And Sam is just like, why are you crying? What's wrong? Who is that on the phone? You know, like, and I'm like, you fucking simp ass idiot. You know, she's talking to a man, motherfucker. She's talking to a man she really loves. She don't love you, Sam. She love this nigga right here. But anyway, uh, this movie has so many intricate parts because, like, not only is this a movie about the mafia, like, but it's mostly a movie about a man getting his heart stepped on you know that's what it's most that's what it's mostly about like half like not like maybe like 60 70 percent of this movie is about uh sam getting his heart stepped on by ginger that's that's 70 percent of this movie but let's get back to nikki man nikki is out here being a fucking menace (laughs) like he's out here just beating up people you know just 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 doing all types of shady shit and like sam constantly has to tell him to calm the fuck down because of like all the underhanded shit he's doing the violent outburst and just straight up violence like he's putting heat on sam 
like he's putting heat on Sam so like there's enough of that to the point to where Nikki gets banned from the casino business you know he gets banned like Sam is just like I can't I can't do nothing for you man you know I like you you just you you being wild out here you know you being wild out here in these streets and like you making it look bad for me man like I I got a business to run and you fucking it up pretty much he like so they, they they fucking banned your ass so that's that's that but you can't keep a good psychopathic midget down you know you just can't so nikki just starts robbing motherfuckers flat out he just start robbing niggas and nikki like nikki just out here robbing and killing just that, that's all you're doing robbing pulling heist taking money that's what Nikki doing now that he banned from the casinos. Uh, one thing I can say about Nikki though, Nikki is a fucking psychopath, but he's also a good dad. Like he takes time out of his day from robbing and killing to make pancakes for his kids. You know, makes, he makes pancakes for his son. You know, he takes his son to Little League. You know, like you know, dad shit. He's a good father, even though he's a murderous psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> but it bees that way sometimes it bees that way sometimes meanwhile meanwhile ginger is giving sam's money to lester like i said that's her man right there that's a real man right there and sam gets lester fucked up you know because like he goes and finds where um ginger is and he's like because like she asked him for some money he's like why you need money like because it was a, it was uh 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 just a crazy amount of money i wanted to i wanted to use a big word but i couldn't think of one right there uh honestly it's a crazy amount of money that she asked for and he's like what you need all that money for what you need all that money for and she came up with some bullshit to say and he's like huh okay and she gives that money to lester sam finds these motherfuckers and Sam gets Lester fucked up. But like it's like it's clear that Ginger loves Lester and not Sam. It's clear. Because like when she, when they get when he gets uh Lester fucked up, she crying for this motherfucker. Like she crying for him. She like, no, no, don't do it. No, no. She's all crying and shit. And like she loves that motherfucker. She loves Lester more than she loves Sam. And Sam is just out here. Sam is just out here being a captain save a hoe. You know? <laughs> just being a captain save a hoe. And like, to make things worse, to make things worse, she starts fucking with Nikki. She starts fucking with Nikki. And I'm like, man, I'm like, she don't want to be saved, bro. Leave her in the streets. Send her ass to the streets. That's it. Back to the streets for her. But, uh, but yeah, Nikki, Nikki fucks up big time by uh, murdering like a well-known public fe- figure. And that puts a lot of heat on Sam. And so Nikki just starts getting on Sam's fucking nerves. You know, like he just he just starts getting on his nerves with all this shit. Just being just being so fucking reckless. Like because Nikki is reckless as fuck. So like I understand how this is pissing Sam off. I understand like he's out here being reckless like he murdered a woman he murdered a woman that had nothing to do with the mob 
you know, and that and that was like the last straw for Sam. That was it for him. He was like, nah, man, you like, I can't, I can't, I can't be fucking with you no more. You know, like, but that, like, that's what happens when you don't let your niggas go. You like, that's what happens, man. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's what happens when, like, you don't let your 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 old. You know this nigga crazy. You know this nigga was crazy on the block, and you gonna bring this nigga with you. You know, like you gonna bring him with you. And now nah, he he fucking up shit for you. So like the FBI is on their ass now because of Nikki's recklessness. So Nikki and Sam don't really fuck with each other like that no more. And Ginger is still talking to Lester. <laughs> She's still talking to Lester. It like, and it's funny to me. It's just funny to see a wise guy get played like a fiddle like that. You know, it's really my favorite story in this whole goddamn movie. This is my favorite story in the whole goddamn movie. Like, fuck all the murder. Fuck all the racketeering. Because that's what they doing. They doing murder and racketeering. That's what the fuck they doing. Um, I'm all about the story of Sam and Ginger. Because, honestly, I just love drama. I love fucking drama. I just love it. And that's a toxic ass relationship right there. And I love every fucking bit of it. I love every minute of it. I love it. Fucking love it. It really is the highlight of the goddamn movie. I love it. Um, The rest of the movie is just like running the mill mafia shit. They talking about... uh motherfuckers fucking it up for them and then they gotta kill them and you know and then you know like so like they just they just start whacking every there's like a whole montage of uh the mob the mafia just whacking people like they just killing them left and right and shit like that so that's pretty much it uh but overall still a good movie still a good movie it's long as shit though it is a long ass movie uh even for 19 even for like 1990 standards it was like i was like this movie i looked at the time running time this movie's almost three hours long it's almost three hours uh so if you want to complain about it if you want to complain about movies watch casino man because that shit that shit long as shit um robert de niro is robert de niro he does his job you know like robert de niro always comes through joe pesci and sharon stone are the two standouts in this movie they're amazing i gotta give credit to james woods because um i'm not a fan of james woods as a person i heard he's a pretty shitty human being um but i gotta give him credit for this give him credit for this role because like he played that role to the t he made me laugh too like lester's pretty lester's pretty fucking funny i'm not gonna lie especially like his uh his interaction with uh with ginger's daughter is fucking hilarious but uh but yeah man amazing performances like everybody does good in this movie there's a lot of comedians in this movie also don rickles kevin pollack alan king steve allen has a cameo in here um somebody else in here too dick smothers from the smothers brothers is in here you know, a lot of people in this, a lot of comedians in this movie. Uh, but yeah, if you haven't seen it or you haven't seen it in a while, I recommend it. I give it a four out of five. Join me next week when I will be reviewing 
the Santa Claus. Until next time, peace. <laughs>